You're listening to She Grabs the Mic, and I'm your host, Cole Baker-Bagwell. Every week we'll explore what it means to be happy, present, and whole. You'll hear from courageous women who are kicking ass in their lives and leave with actionable tips that you can apply to reset from toxicity, tune into your gold, and live powerfully from the bedroom to the boardroom. Right now, it's time to grab your headphones, kick back and relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome, amazing ones. Welcome to episode 18 of She Grabs the Mic. I am so grateful that you've tuned in again this week. And I am because here's what it tells me. It tells me that every single time that you tune in, that you are invested in your growth, that you are curious about what's possible for yourself and for your life, that you are making yourself a priority. And that is so amazing. And you know what's also amazing? The love letters that I've been getting. Thank you for everyone who has been sending those. They're coming through my email. They're coming through my website. I even have a few new reviews on Apple. And those are important because when other women see that people are having a great experience with this show, they tune in and then we all spread the love. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are the reason that I take to the mic every single week. You're the reason I record the show and I love you and I'm grateful and thank you. So with all that said, let me also put a little disclaimer at the front of this one. I have a cold and it has been sticking around for a couple of weeks. So if my voice sounds a little weird today, that's what's happening and this is life and onward we go. All right. Let's kick this one off with a couple of questions. When was the last time that you talked yourself out of initiating plans with somebody new that you met, like somebody that was super cool, you connected them with them at a party or in a coffee shop, maybe in, you know, line somewhere and you exchange information and it's in your mind like, damn, that person was cool. I want to invite him to lunch, but you can't bring yourself to do it. When was the last time you were in a meeting with your colleagues and your boss and you're working on this really big problem and you have the answer. It is just burning in your brain, this Mac daddy, all time ringer of an answer. And all you have to do is raise your hand and share it and everybody will be better, but you don't. When was the last time that you told yourself there's a person on the rec dodgeball team that I kind of have a crush on? And I want to explore that, but you can't bring yourself to registering and joining the team. We all do this, right? We all get in our way. We all prevent ourselves from realizing more beauty and goodness and possibility in our life. So this week, amazing ones, we are talking about blockers. We're going to talk about how to recognize when you're standing between you and the possibilities for your life and how to mindfully get out of your own damn way. I'm going to share a personal story with you. I'm going to take you through a few scenarios that many of the high achieving women I know, love and coach wrestle with every single day. You'll learn how to recognize when you're the issue and how to get clarity on what the real underlying issue is that's causing you to get in your own damn way. And I'm going to share three of the practices that I offer the women that I coach to help you start to remove the blockers, get out of your own way, and realize possibilities if it's important to you. So here we go. 
Okay. First, the personal story that I promised you. I have had a love-hate relationship with social media for as long as I can remember. Anyone who knows me knows that this is the case. I was a super late adopter of LinkedIn. I was late to the party with Instagram. And when I joined, I had a very small and private group of friends on Instagram. I loathe the word followers. These were my people. And I knew every single one of them kept it small, tight, liked it that way. I didn't rock the boat on LinkedIn. I, you know, I made a profile. It was pretty subdued. Um, I put emojis on people's posts. I would put polite comments, but I never really stated an opinion, had a position or shared my voice when I first joined. I dipped my pinky toe into Twitter long before it became X. Then I fled, ran for the hills. I created a Facebook profile in 2023 so that I would know what's happening in my town because everyone here is on Facebook and others have irresponsibly allowed false information to leak out. And they were cool with that because in exchange for all of the hysteria and the people who were engaging, they were getting dollars and we were getting havoc and divisiveness. I told myself I have so many hours in a day. Scrolling is a waste of my precious time. I told myself I can put my energy into smarter and better places. I wrestled with the morality of social media. I mean, how could I say, hey, here I am, here I am, look at my stuff, when I know damn well that social media and the way that we're using it is creating all sorts of awful things, a loneliness epidemic, an epidemic in teenage suicide. How in the world could I participate when I knew better? I told myself that I wanted to maintain some last shred of privacy in my life. And all of these reasons were absolutely valid. But here's the thing. Underlying every one of those very valid reasons was the real blocker. My fear of rejection and not being good enough. Once I acknowledged what was actually fueling my rationalization and causing me to take a pass, things got really messy. Because here's the thing. Amazing ones. Mindfulness is not freaking easy. Sometimes it's really, really hard. I tell every single woman that I coach that once the mindfulness box is open, you have to be courageous enough to wrestle the snakes that are inside that box sleeping. You know, the ones that are lying on top of the gold that is there for you to discover. You've got to be brave. And that is really, really, really hard sometimes. But in my case, with this notion that I had about social media, I opened the box. I looked at the snakes. I wrestled them one by one because I had a choice to make. Was I going to let them continue to sleep and protect the gold that was underneath them? Or was I going to reclaim myself and figure out how to tame the snakes? I could continue to use the valid excuses that were giving me air cover, protecting me from rejection and not being good enough, or I could explore them, I could understand them, and I could grow. That's the choice that I made. It was the tough one. And I asked myself three questions as I worked through this process, and it took me a bit of time. It did not happen overnight. The first one was, where did I learn this way of thinking? Where did I learn this pattern of thought, this pattern of behavior? And I recognized as I asked myself that question, 
that my fear of rejection and not being good enough stemmed from my childhood. I recognized a conditioned pattern in myself of thinking and behavior that showed up time and time again across my life. I recognized my fear and patterns had blocked me from putting myself out there and taking chances both personally and professionally more times than I could shake a freaking stick at. I recognized that they were the perfect soil for sowing bountiful seeds of excuses. So once I recognized all of these things, snakes are in front of me. I know their names. I've wrestled them. They're tame. Then the next step was I had to accept that these had been my truths. Then I offered myself love, compassion, and permission to let my fear and these negative patterns of thinking go. I reset and I found the courage I needed to be vulnerable, to put myself out on social media and to move forward. The second question I asked myself was how is this fear of rejection and not being good enough showing up in my life now and holding me back aside from social media? I thought about unleashing my passion for creating global good by sharing what I know, the same passion that gnawed at me for years until I finally left my comfortable corporate career and jumped into the unknown with no guarantee of success. I thought about my mission of empowering as many women as possible. I thought about my goal of creating a community where I'm able to lift even more women up at a far bigger scale if I could participate. And then I asked myself a third courageous question. What's more powerful, your fear of rejection and not being good enough, or your mission, your passion, and your goals? Mindfulness helped me see that I was self-sabotaging, that I was blocking myself. I was standing in my own damn way. I was making excuses because they were easy to make. And with every excuse that I came up with, even the valid ones, I was standing between myself and the possibilities that I could create by saying yes. Mindfulness helped me get clarity about what was really happening behind the scenes of my excuses. It helped me recognize my choices that I was making to sit it out and play my life small. And now, after a lot of coaching and self-coaching, I am reforming my relationship with social media and participating in the places where I can share my passion, execute on my mission, and create a community that empowers women at scale. All of these things are also true about participating in social media. I do have the power to create good. I do have the power to reach even one person and change their life potentially in a day because of what I know and what I can share. Social media also has the power to do good. It is every bit as true as all of the other excuses that I had been giving myself. Now, let's shift gears. Let's talk through a few of the scenarios many of the women I know, love, and coach have wrestled with when it comes to getting in their own damn way. And I want to help you understand how you can begin to recognize when you are in your way so you can break free and live as powerfully as you possibly can. Okay, so from what I can tell, these three blockers tend to be the most popular and the most prevalent. Number one, staying out of the sunlight. This could look like staying quiet, not raising your hand, not rocking the boat. This could be at work. It could be, you know, the example that I shared earlier of not sharing your best idea 
when you know that it's damn good. It could be sitting down instead of taking to the dance floor when you're at a wedding and the DJ plays your favorite song. Blocker number two, making excuses. This could look like tolerating the shitty job that you have where you're marginalized instead of tossing your name into the hat for another job because the devil you know is better than the one you don't. It could look like telling yourself the amazing trainer you heard about is too busy to take on another client. You know, the trainer that can help you get in shape to run the marathon that's been on your bucket list for moons. It could look like not putting yourself up for the promotion you've earned and really, really, really want because you tell yourself somebody else will probably get it. They always do. Blocker number three, staying in the starting gate. This could look like procrastinating on writing the first sentence when your goal is to write a big book. It could look like not revising the resume that you created 10 years ago, even though what you want most is to switch up your career, change companies, change industries. You can't get out of the gate. It could look like putting off finding a good coach when you're stuck and you say that all you want to do is move forward and make changes in your life. Across all three blockers, here's what's really happening. You are justifying your choices, just like I did with social media. You're blaming other people. You're blaming your circumstances. And while there may be some truth to all the reasons that you're giving yourself, they're only the tip of the iceberg. And that's what I want you to see. There's always something more significant underneath the water. So if you want to get unstuck, if you want to grow, if you want to really, really, really understand yourself, you have to get real with yourself like I did. This is going to help you recognize what's standing in your way. It's going to help you get clarity on your underlying issues, and it's going to help you break free and move forward and realize possibilities in your life. It's simple math. Here's what I mean. Staying out of the sunlight. The underlying issue here is fear of exposure. This blocker keeps you safe from the risk of ridicule and rejection. Making excuses, blocker number two, the underlying issue here is fear of failing or succeeding. And by the way, they're kind of one in the same. This blocker helps you avoid change and growth because status quo is way easier. Blocker number three, staying in the starting gate. The underlying issue here is avoiding personal accountability. This blocker prevents you from exposure, fear of failure and success. All of them. Here's the big, big, big thing here that this is the thing that really needs to be said that really needs to be understood. When we hold space for something that could be, whether it is writing a book, getting that job, falling in love, running the marathon, whatever it is, and we work toward that something only to realize that it doesn't quite go as planned. Maybe we have a hiccup, maybe we fail temporarily. Here's what happens. The empty space that we held is now filled, but it's not filled with the thing that we dreamed of. That's where the blocking and the fear comes from. Because holding something, the the possibility of something is sometimes easier than holding the reality of something. And when it doesn't quite go as planned, there is magic that you can offer yourself. It is not the end. It is just a temporary detour. The magic is to offer yourself grace. And then you take another step forward and you pull up your big girl pants and you take another step after that. 
These blockers are counterintuitive. And at the end of the day, they create the same damn thing we are attempting to protect ourselves from. So once you have clarity on the underlying reason behind your blocker, pull up your big girl pants because now it's time to get to it. Now it's time to take action. Here are three of the micro coaching practices that I offer the women I work with that will help you start to get out of your own damn way, break free from these patterns and realize possibilities if it's important to you. Number one, get curious. Ask yourself, where did I learn how to protect myself in this way? Write it down, take an inventory. The great thing, amazing ones about writing something down is you can go back time and time again time again and reread. You can learn about yourself. It becomes an artifact that teaches you who you are. It's an artifact that represents your growth. So get curious. Where did you learn how to protect yourself this way? Number two, get present. Where are you getting in your own way now by practicing those things that you learned, the things that you're now recognizing? Look at your love life. Look at your relationships. Look at your parenting, the career that you say you want, the book you want to write, the marathon you want to run. Where are you getting in your own damn way? Number three, get clear. Explore what's more powerful for you right now. Is it holding on to the blockers or achieving what's on the other side by removing them, by wrestling the snakes that are protecting your gold? After all of this is said, I really want you to know this. It's not easy. Nothing about growth, nothing about stretching ourselves is easy. It takes a hell of a lot of courage. It's so hard. It's scary. But it's worth it. The win on the other side is worth it every single time. We owe ourselves effort that it takes to become the best version of ourselves. And change is not going to happen overnight. But when you get courageous enough, when you pull up those big girl pants, and you are marching with fierce determination toward the thing that you want most in this world, when you can recognize and understand what's really standing between you and your potential, You will know yourself better. You will find more love and acceptance for yourself. You will be empowered to look at life through the lens of yes and possibilities. And this is where everything, everything begins to become possible. So if you're ready to move forward and remove what's holding you back, and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, this is all great, but I just don't think I can take that first step to get out of my own damn way. I'd love to meet you. Let's talk about how I could possibly help you get started, get out of the gate, get it, you know, stand out in the world, raise your hand high, go after the things that you want through life coaching. Head to the contact form on my website. Tell me what's on your mind. That's going to send me a little note and we will make that conversation happen. Until then, I hope that you will take all of this inside, that it will serve you well. And I hope that you'll come back again next week. Between now and then, amazing ones, take good care of you. There is only one of you on this planet. And if no one's told you today, that's what makes you amazing.
that's the end of the show today, everybody. I hope it has served you well. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard, please drop a review wherever you grab your favorite podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please be sure to share this podcast with another woman that you love. If you'd like to learn more about me or my work, check out my website, colebakerbagwell.com. Until next time, remember to be super kind to yourself and do your very best to leave everyone and everything just a little bit better.